Okay, friends, this is a really big day for me. This is a moment that I have been dreaming about for quite a while now. And it is amazing to say that that dream has come become a reality. And so today's guest is Debbie Neal. And for those of you who know, you know who she is. And if you don't know, I'm so excited for you to get to to know her. She is just a powerhouse. And Debbie Neal is a mom of four, and her children are her why and her greatest accomplishment. She is a very successful entrepreneur, and she is a top leader in a health and wellness company. She is the host of Level Up with Debbie Neal podcast. And her passion and purpose is getting on the hearts and souls of as many people so she can help them to tap into their God-given potential. She is an incredible speaker and just so many other things. She has earned so many awards and accolades that I could truly never possibly touch them all. So without further ado, let's get you the incredible Debbie Neal. Welcome to the Empowered Podcast with Deanna Merlino, an all-encompassing personal development show where I will be sharing with you just how to transform yourself into the best version of you, both inside and out. From wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and manifestation, I'll be showing you exactly how to live your best life. I will be keeping it as real and raw as it gets. So get ready to peel back the layers and really transform yourself under the surface because nothing is better than finding your purpose and living this life as your true, authentic self. Welcome back, Empowered Fam. I am so excited to be here today. This is a big one. I mean, you guys have heard me talking about my guest today for the last year and a half now. So this is one of those moments where your dreams come true. And this is exactly why I'm having her on today. Because if you are looking for someone to light a fire under your butt, this woman is it. So without further ado, I am so honored and blessed to be able to welcome Debbie Neal to the podcast. I know that you all are going to get such amazing golden nuggets out of today's interview. Debbie, thank you for being here. And I'm honestly just going to give you the floor to just tell us all about who you are and your story, and then we'll dive in. Okay. Thanks, Deanne. I'm happy to be here. So hi, friends. A little bit about me. I'm a mom of four, and I do need to say that first because they are my why and my world. And when you have a why that's big enough, you figure every single thing out. And although I'm very proud of things I've accomplished in my 51 years, my greatest accomplishment and my greatest title is being their mom. So that's first and foremost, I am an entrepreneur. I've been on an entrepreneur journey for almost 17 years now, and it is the greatest thing professionally that I've ever done. I am a top leader in a network marketing company, and I am the host of a podcast called Level Up with Debbie Neal. And you know what I love so much about the industry that I'm in, it literally... I think everybody should be doing it. I think everybody should be doing it because it does... It's a personal growth journey, something that I didn't know when I say yes to what I am doing for a living. And you do become the person you are meant to be in this world. So a little bit of background. Before that, I was a stay-at-home mom for five years. I loved everything about being a stay-at-home mom, but I did miss the drive, the ambition, the fire, the goals. I missed uh, a huge part of me. And before I was the a stay-at-home mom, I was a director of training for CVS Pharmacy. So I always had a deep love of training for developing, and I was an athlete 
uh, for most of my life. So that's where the competitiveness comes from. That's where the desire for excellence comes from. And, and that's kind of me in a nutshell. I mean, you couldn't have said it more perfectly. I've been listening to your story since I started in the same network marketing company um, over four years ago now. And just hearing you tell it still gets me just excited as the first time that I heard it. And one of the biggest things that I took from you, Debbie, in all the times that you've trained is never to let your why become the reason why you don't do something. Always remember for your why to be the the reason why you continue to push through the ups and the downs and all the things. And so I would love for you to talk to the guests today about when you're when things get tough, when things are, you know, when you're in the downs, the natural downs that come with being in a business, how do you keep focused on that why and keep focusing on the big picture? Well, here's the thing. This is why I would tell everybody, no matter what you're doing for a living, you want to have a goal, a goal, and you want to have a vision. Because without that, you're always going to find an excuse, right? You're always going to find an excuse. The 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 journey to success is never, ever, ever going to be easy. It's never going to be easy. And we're not going for easy in life. We're going for worth it. We're going for worth it. So I can speak from my own experience. When I started on my journey of being an entrepreneur, my oldest daughter, who's actually a VP in my business right now, was six years old. My That's Brooke. And my son, Tyler, was four. And I had twins that were one and a half. I was also watching seven kids under the age of five in my home. I was also working two hours a day for a financial planner, making appointments for him. So if you kind of look at it, I never really had an issue picking up the phone and just getting his business in front of people. So I was destined to do the business that I'm doing. But you need, to, when I started my business, I, I had a big why. Like I knew what I wanted my life to look like. I had a good life. I wanted a great life. I also had a number in mind that I wanted to earn. And no matter what you do, like numbers drive people. And so I kept that number in front of me and that number was more than a number. So you have to think of what does that number represent for you? For me, it represented you know, choices. It represented flexibility. It represented vacations. It represented, you know, holidays with my family. All these things cost money. It represented college education for my kids. It represented so much. And so any single time I hit a valley or an obstacle, or I felt tired, or I felt exhausted, or my feelings were hurt, or I felt emotional, I would look at that number and I would think, Debbie Neal, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to grow through to achieve this? And so that's like an example of holding your vision and your why in front of you. It was it was everywhere. It was on my refrigerator. It was on my desk. And so you're going to come up against stuff. Whatever you do for a living, you're going to we all start off with something. We bring something to the table, but that something is only going to get you so far. And then it's going to be the person you become on your journey to success. And that does take a lot of discipline, a lot of perseverance, and you need to make a deliberate and intentional decision, not once, but every single day that what you're doing, you're going to be all in. Because most people commit to something 20%, 50%, 80%, but it's not 100%. And we hear those numbers and people get nervous and they think, I don't want to give 100% of my time. No, no, no. I didn't say 100% of your time. I said that when you do it, you do it 100%. You don't do it just a little bit. You don't leave, you know, your vulnerability behind. You you give it all that you've got in the time that you're doing it. And and that's how you break through your limitations and your barriers. 
Absolutely. So well said. There's one thing that you have said before that I would love for you to kind of chat upon. And that's one thing that you say, and it's burn the boats. So I would love for you to kind of dive into that a little further for anyone who is either getting into business or into business and what that really means. Well, you know, it could mean something different for everyone, but here's what it means for me. And we could apply it to business. You, you could make a decision, you know, I'm going to achieve this, or I'm going to promote to that, or, you know, you, whether you're putting out tasks or goal or a monetary goal, and then you get in that boat and you're sailing off and you're like, you're feeling <laughs> the breeze in your hair until something happens. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm going to slow my boat down. Oh, my family needs me. Or my job is, is, it's requiring more time than I really thought. Or my kids need me. Like, and I'm not saying that that's not all true, but you're making Mm -hmm. your why your excuse. You need, and then all of a sudden the, the boat that was going full steam ahead is slowing down and then it's making a left and then it's turning around. And then people say something like, I'm not quitting. I'm just, I'm going to go at a little bit slower pace. Like, like literally spare me. We don't quit when we make an (laughs) announcement. We quit when we stop being excellent. So burning the boats to me represents that's it. There's no going back. The bridge is burned. I'm either going to succeed or I'm going to die trying. And I don't just mean like, I don't mean actually like die. Some people take me literally, but like when I started my journey, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be. And I put it out there and I said it and I I got myself really excited. And there was no fact behind it. It was just a knowing that there was nothing else that was an option. I wasn't interested in any other level at all at all. In fact, I was just going to visit the other levels. They were just a go through for me. I knew exactly where I was going and I was, the, the boats were burned. It meant no matter who said yes to me, I was still going. No matter who said yes and then changed their mind, I was still going. No matter who joined me and eventually ended up quitting, I was still going. No matter what obstacle, what hurdle, what season, what change, anything that came my way the boat was moving full steam ahead all the time. And I and I I don't want to say I think. I know that most people, they're just not willing to burn the boat. They're willing to get offshore, but they stay in waiting water. Almost like they don't even get far enough that that if they needed to to jump off, they were like treading water. They just get to the point that if they jump off, they're they're like ankle deep in the water. <laughs> So great. You know, and there's one thing that I mean, I've listened to so many of your trainings and I listen to them on repeat. And you were definitely a pushing factor. I'll never forget when I first heard of you. I was I was like, okay, committing to going to the second level in the company. And I came across your podcast randomly. It was back when, shoot, I don't even remember what it was called. Um, you had your recordings uploaded on something specific. And it's not even there anymore. And um I just heard you and I was like, okay, I am lit on fire. I am going for it. I'm going to do it. And I did it. And I consistently remembered the things that you've taught and the things that you've said. And there was one training that you, and you might have talked about it multiple times, but there was a training where someone close to you passed away and you continued to keep working. And it was very, it wasn't like in a cold way, like I don't care. It was nothing like that. It was just you made the decision that I have, you know, I am someone in this business where I'm going to continue to focus on what I need to focus on. And I will never forget my father passed away a couple years ago now, about a year and a half ago now. And I remember hearing you in the back of my mind 
to keep going. And that's something that has always pushed me to keep going and has given me the motivation to push through. And so I would love to just tap on for a minute. I mean, when I think of you, Debbie, in my mind, I'm like, okay, she doesn't go through hard stuff. She's always motivated. And I know that's not true. You're a human being. And I know that there are always ups and downs. I would love for you to share what do you do when the going gets tough to get your brain right in the, in the right place and to continue to focus on that big picture vision that you have for yourself. Okay. So first, I'm very sorry about your dad. Like that's that's really big and it's really hard. And, I, and I'm very blessed. I still have both of my parents. But every time I hear a story like that, I'm like, I really need to pick up the phone and even call them more often than I do because we we do take life for granted. We take each day like, like it's a promise that it's going to be there tomorrow. Um, so that's first. Second, it was, I know the training you're talking about, and I've used it several times, but it was, I was married at the time and it was my father-in-law and he passed away the month I was completing the top level and he was buried on the last day of the month. And no matter what you do, if you're in sales, you understand the power of the last day of the month. And so this was a point in my life where I had a pink flip razor phone. Okay. I didn't have an <laughs> iPhone. I, I like, it, it was a big deal. And mm -hmm. there was a lot of sales that needed to to happen that day. But the whole month was kind of really thrown off. And I remember mm -hmm. he passed away of cancer. And the first, you know, they they put him on hospice and everybody came and they they were saying their goodbyes. And that was like three days in the middle of the month. And so again, I was very grateful for those three days. I was fully present, of course, doing what I needed to do. But then after those three days, he didn't, there was still time left. There was probably another two weeks left, but everybody was going back to work. Scott was going back to work. His, you know, his his brother-in-laws were going back to work. Everybody was going back to work. I, I went back to work, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're an entrepreneur, sometimes it's like this misconception. We, we do it so we can build choices. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden people are like, well, you have a choice. You don't have to do that. You can put it on the back burner. Well, the greatest thing is that you don't have a boss. But the, the worst thing is that you don't have a boss. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times with what I do for a living, it could be viewed as, well, you don't have to do that. Well, I do what I do. So at the time, he didn't have to do what he did. But in order for me to create those choices, I needed to create a structure and discipline in my life. Mm -hmm. And so ju just like I mentioned, it takes 100%. It doesn't take 100% of our time. But when we do it, we have to give it 100% percent. So the best advice I could give to anybody, you're going to go through hard. I've gone through a lot of hard in my 17-year journey, a lot of hard. In fact, I believe you find anybody top in their in their business profession, they, they've gone through the most. That's how they're able to rise above. They learn how to deal with adversity. They learn how to deal with heartache. They learn how to deal with failure. The best advice I would give to anyone, and I think it's kind of indirectly asking your question, is there's going to be stuff, but I know the way I'm able to separate is I do this to provide for my family. This is it. My house bills need to be paid. My mortgages need to be paid. My car payments need to be paid. The food needs to go on the table, right? So, in order to have a business versus a hobby, it needs to be worked even when you emotionally don't feel like it. Because a job is, everybody goes to their job when they don't feel like it because they don't have a choice. If you want to have choices in your life, you need to treat your business the same way you would treat your job, like you don't have a choice so you can have choices. And that's how it ends up paying 
for things. You have to, an average person is like, oh, I'm just going to turn it off for three months. I've got a lot going on. That's fine. That's the beauty. An entrepreneur can do that, but it will probably end up being more of a hobby than an entrepreneur because an entrepreneur, most of the time, what they're doing is paying for their life and your life still has to go on. So you have to just learn how to, I don't want to say disconnect because it sounds so heartless. It's not. Like I'm sure what you went through with your father and eventually I'm going to have to embark on that. It's going to be really hard. But the great thing is also before you even get to these hard things, you want to put in the work and put in the time and put in the effort because I know when I do have to 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 deal with that, I'm going to be able to turn, to take more time because I put in the time, right? Time is something Absolutely. that you're earned and you work it so you can create that time when you need it. In other words, prepare for impact. Prepare for impact. Because you know what? Our lives are always going to have impact. Not everybody lives forever. I, I, like I'm, it, it's, it's a morbid thing to say. It's just the reality. And I, I want to have as much time if my parents need me when they get older that I'm going to be there. It's also prepare for the happy times, right? If people have kids, they're going to be graduating and they're going to be getting married and there's going to be all of these happy things. Maybe somebody's at the point where they haven't been married yet. Like prepare for the happiness when you want to have time to pre- it's it's good impact and bad impact, but your life will forever be impacted. That's what we want. It, it all of these things do impact us, but our business needs to be worked in my opinion no matter what. You need to figure it out if you want to create a business to that size. Yes, business is honestly such a gift. And another thing that I learned from you touching on that is I feel okay with and I'm making the conscious decision to work as hard as I do right now because my son is a year and a half. And there are those times when it's like, oh, well, I don't I don't want to miss this moment. I don't want to do that. But I would rather put in the hard... And it'll always be there. But I would rather put in the hard work right now when he's not going to remember so that when the time comes where it is important and he does remember, I have built the life that I wanted for us. And that is probably one of the best lessons that I ever got for you because I truly know in the back of my mind, there's that little voice that is like, well, a good mom would would put him to bed every night. Or, well, a good mom would do, you know what I mean? But in reality, I'm doing what I think is best for our future. A hundred percent. And I can tell you, you know, I did a a podcast with my daughter. She was actually my first guest and, and that came out on, actually it wasn't even planned, but it came out on her birthday, November 14th. And mm-hmm. she was six and I built in a way that wasn't typical, wasn't average. It was, to some people would think it wasn't possible, but it, but it is possible because they did it. And I, I made a decision. I was out almost every single night, you know, talking to people, doing presentations and all of these things, but I was home all day. I made it a point, like she got to pick an hour a day, whatever she wanted to do, whether it was coloring or drawing, it was always some sort of arts and craft, or I was, she was dressing me up like a princess and putting makeup on and doing my hair. And there was times where she'd be like, mom, go. But there was other times she was crying at the window. Why do you have to go? Why can't you be like other moms? But you know what? When she was in college and, you know, her first few weeks were really hard and it was, mom, will you come for lunch? Mom, we, mom, mom. Yep. 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 And I, and I was there and other moms weren't because their schedule just wouldn't allow it. You know, you have to make some temporary. And I believe our kids need us more as teenagers than 
they do when, you know, Bailey and Ryan were one and a half. They don't even remember what that, what that looked like. Where now my kids are like really big athletes. And my son, Tyler, who was four at the time is an all American lacrosse player. And when stuff comes up, people say, can you do this Saturday? I can. Oh, sh- 10 a.m. Sure. But four o'clock, I have a lacrosse game. It's non-negotiable. Like I get to now. I, I, I did the things that were tough. So now I, I don't have to miss those really big things. Like I think he was okay, me not watching Bob the Builder with him so I can watch him out on a lacrosse field. He's the captain of the team, be a leader and dominate and inspire other athletes to be their very best. I get to be there to watch to watch that. So everything in life is an exchange. Everything, you're giving up something to get something. Nothing comes without a sacrifice. Nothing comes without a trade-off. And ultimately you decide what you're, whatever you're building, why you're building it. For me, it was to create time freedom, but nothing's free. It, every mm-hmm. single thing comes with a price tag. Absolutely. And talk about we're just hitting back on what you just said about, um, you know, your story for it's not typical. And some people might say that it's impossible, but it's not impossible because you did it. And so I always, whenever I'm talking to my clients, my coaching clients, anything like that, and I tell them, as long as one person has done it, that is enough proof to you. And that's all you need to know that it, it can be done. And so that really makes me think of the law of attraction. And I want to touch on this for a moment because, and I don't know if you remember this, but in Vegas for um, the global training conference, I got to meet you for a brief moment and I have, I have a video of it. And I literally said to you, I have been manifesting this moment for the last year and a half. And you said something to the effect of, actually, I remember exactly what you said. You said, and there you have it. This is what it's all about. And so I just keep, I replay that moment. And I, I remember actually, so we both have the same producer for our podcast. And I remember saying to Chase, when I started this podcast, I said, one day I want to have Debbie Neal on this podcast. And here we are today. And so it's really amazing. And I would love if you would share what the law of attraction means to you in the sense of making your dreams a reality and using it to your benefit in entrepreneurship. So I do remember meeting. So we were at what was normally the white party, but it was like pure vibe. Okay. And what the law of attraction means to me is what you focus on, you create. That that's what it means. And so we're energy is everything. And so we're living in a world today where people have a lot of limiting beliefs and they'll focus on their fears and they'll focus on what what they think is what they think is going to happen, right? And they're creating that. So if somebody says, I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough, or that'll never me, or it's gonna, okay, you're right. You're right. But when you can hold a thought, not just words, but the words have to become a belief. And the belief has to become a knowing. And when that process happens, like it's like absolute. It's a, you, just, you know, you see yourself somewhere. So whether it's at the top of your company, the top of your industry, whether it's meeting someone, whether it's achieving someone, if every day you not only think about it, believe it, and feel it, you're like attracts like. You are going to attract those people and those circumstances absolutely into your life. And the same goes on the opposite side. If people say, this is just my luck. These things always happen to me. I'm always late. Uh, You know, I'm never successful. Okay. Because whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. And we'll use even when I look at my success in our company was I affirmed every day, this is what I will be. This is what I will be. This is what I will be. And 
because that belief was so strong, I took bold action. I took courageous action because for me, it was, you don't need evidence. It's like, there was no evidence. Nobody called me up and said, oh, this is guaranteed. But because I believed it so strongly, I believed it was guaranteed. And if we all, whatever our goals are in life, if you believe to your core that it's going to happen, you're going to ask boldly. You're going to show up boldly. You're going to, it's like, it's like, it's like a knowing. So that's what the law of, of attraction is to me. And we're, we're all so powerful beyond our wildest imagination. If we think it, if we can conceive it, we have the ability to achieve it. But most people focus on what they don't want to happen versus what they do want to happen. The law of attraction is working whether we believe it or not, whether you want to think that it is or not. So again, if you're whether you're acting as if, if it's a bad thing, you're going to attract more of it. And if it's a good thing, you're going to attract more of it. And so I always like to say to people, why not just even just give it a test? Just start. That's how some people start is just believe that this can happen. Think the good things. And it's really crazy because it has been proven in science that your brain, it, it just as a natural ability, wants to prove you right. So that's why the law of attraction works from a scientific method, from a scientific standpoint in your brain, is if you believe that you're going to be successful, well, I want to find little ways to prove to you that you can be successful so that you become successful. So again, that's going to work in either direction. What a beautiful thing. What a, what an incredible thing. And that's something that I've really applied to a lot of aspects of both my business and my life. And again, going back to the what I had mentioned of if one person has done it, that's enough proof that you can do it. You're living this incredible life and you're setting such a beautiful example for so many others. And almost like a lighthouse. You're like a lighthouse while people are out there doing the do, maybe in the dark right now and knowing, well, I could do this because Debbie has done this. And just holding on to that is such a beautiful gift for people. Well, you actually used a magical word. Because if you were to ask me what my number one goal is, is to be that lighthouse. Is that if you're in the dark or you're wondering or you have doubts or you have insecurities or negativity pops in your head, that no matter where people are, they'll be able to find me and know we're okay. We're better than okay. We're amazing and we could do this. Because the energy that you give off just makes the difference. And we are the evidence for people. And I've never had so much belief and hope. And I just, I know in this world that we're living in, like the more we push ourselves to level up, no pun intended, and the more we become our very best, we do become the lighthouse for other people to be brave enough to step out of the story they're telling themselves and step into their power and into their light and really create incredible, incredible things. So I love that you use the word lighthouse. <laughs> yes, me too. Um, I would love for you to, if someone has not started their entrepreneurship journey yet and they're tinkering on the edge and thinking of it, what would be, what would you say to them as to why they should jump in? I would tell you to stop thinking because you're your own worst enemy. We overthink ourselves out of 
becoming our best self. And what it really comes down to is fear. And I know when I had 12 hours uh, before I jumped into my journey, what happened was like an opportunity, a company was shared with me. And I felt like my heart was going to jump out of my chest. Like I was so excited. And then I, I left that backyard barbecue. You guys were human. And so we have, we all have fears. We all have insecurities and people that don't know me think I'm 10 feet tall and bulletproof. And to some degree that's true, but it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort. I wasn't born that way. And I don't stay that way every single day. It takes work and it takes effort. So I left that backyard barbecue with like feeling like I had a cape on. And then all of a sudden like this little, this little gazelle showed up on my shoulder. What are you thinking? You know, Brooke is six, Tyler is four, your babies are one and a half, Tyler's not even potty trained yet. You're watching, you know, seven kids under the age of five. You've been out of the work world for five years. Five years. Who's gonna listen to you? Who's gonna follow you? You don't have you don't you don't have any time, you don't have any money. And all of these things. And then all of a sudden, you know what happened when I went home? Maybe I'll do this in six months. Maybe I'll do this in two years. Maybe I'll just wait to get through the summer when at least Brooke and Tyler are back in school, or maybe it'll still, and you know what? All of a sudden I was trying to manipulate time. I was trying to tell myself, maybe it's not the right time. So, and and I'm sure that's come into other people's head. And this is what I'm going to tell you. There will never, ever, ever be the right time. Leaders create the right time. There's two types of opportunities, the ones that are seized and the ones that are missed. And so I woke up the next day and I was like, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. And I was like, I'm nuts. And people can look at that and think, okay, like I should, I should feel really comfortable. And because I feel like out of alignment, it's, it's like God saying it's not the right time. No, no, no. When you feel uncomfortable is exactly when you should lean in. That's when you should have the courage to t- take a step forward. And I believe that we, we all come to so many forks in the road. You could like make a left and you could take the path of the least resistance, or you could, you could blaze a trail and really step out of your comfort zone. And so I, I just made that decision. And I was like, you know what? I'm deciding right now. I'm drawing a line in the sand. And once I made that decision, all of that whoosh, left. Because I I am the type of person that if I say I'm going to do it, I'm all in. Like I'm all in. And so my advice would be just all in. Not, not teetering, not deciding, not mentioning it to people. Like be all in because people want to follow a visionary. They want to follow somebody that's passionate about whatever it is they're doing. It's just never going to be the right time. And here's the the honest truth. If it's not going to be you, it's going to be somebody else. And you're going to look back and say, I should have done that. I should, we have one life to live. We have no dress rehearsal. There's not a second time around. There's just one time. So if it's on your heart, get over yourself, get over your insecurities and just do it. Wow. So good. It really, it's, it's such, such the truth and so powerful. And I mean, I, Debbie, I don't want to take up too much of your time. And I feel like I could ask a million questions, I guess. I'm going to give you one more good question and just really, I think this is a training that I'm going to, or an episode that I'm going to listen to a hundred times over. If there is anything that's on your heart to share, if there is any one big piece of advice for just anyone listening, what would that be? That's a big question. That's a big question. And I don't know if I could give you one answer, but I think the one thing is that you were made for more. You were made for more. You were 
We have so much potential inside of us. And honestly, most people are operating on like two to 4% of their, I don't even know where I got that. I, I could be making it up. But you're operating on such a small percentage of your potential. And as we become more, we have this ability to influence other people in a really positive way. And when we hold ourselves back from the next level of, of ourself or the next level of success, we're holding so many other people back. And when we stand in our smallness, we're really making it about us. Like, I believe that we're here to leave this world a better place. I believe that we're here to help other people live their very best life. So I'm going to tell you that my piece of advice would be to just get over yourself, get over yourself. You're not that significant. And I mean that in the most amazing way. And you were made to do big things. You were made to do brave things. And you were just meant to change lives. And the longer we sit in our story or we sit in our dreamland and we keep our dreams in a little tiny box on a shelf somewhere that we take out every once in a while, we end up earning a living instead of designing a life. Like, do you want to just earn a living and go paycheck to paycheck and never live to your potential, never live out your passions? Or do you want to live a life intentionally and design a life, however it is that's magnificent to you. You have the ability to do that, but you, somewhere along the line too, we give people the pen to our life. It's time to take the pen back and write the rest of your story. So I guess I would just ask you, what is the rest of your life going to look like? What is the rest of your story going to look like if you take that pen back and you decide to design a life? Wow. So, so good. And I've said that before where every time I'm saying yes to that bigger version of myself, I'm giving someone else permission to also be that. And anytime out of fear that I want to say no, I'm telling someone else that they should say no to. And so that was so good, so powerful. Debbie, thank you so much for being here today. It was an honor for me. I am blessed to have spent this time with you. And I want to keep this one a little shorter and sweet because just everything you said was so powerful and so impactful. And again, I could just ask you questions all day, but I would really like to just stick with everything that you just gave my listeners because I know that it's going to change somebody's life truly like you are you are a powerful woman and I'm I'm so proud to have even crossed paths with you so thank you for being here and just wow well it was my pleasure it was my absolute pleasure I'm very grateful that we connected and best of success to you Thank you so much, Debbie. Everyone who is listening, make sure you show her some love. Make sure you share this episode. Go listen to her podcast. You are not going to regret that one. I mean, if you liked even 1% of what you heard here today, she's just a firecracker that you want just giving you that gut punch every time she drops an episode. So again, Debbie, thank you. Take care and just wishing you the best and sending you lots of love. Bye, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more, you can follow me on Instagram at Empowered with Deanna and my personal page, Fit Deanna Lolita. You can also visit me on my website, which is DeannaMerlinoFit.com. Make sure that whatever platform you guys are listening on, please rate and subscribe. And this means so much to me. It's going to help get me out there to help so many other people. I'm so grateful that you're here with me on this journey of wellness and self-empowerment. I cannot promise that it will always be easy, but I do know that it will always be worth it. Stick with me and together, let's start living as the version of us that we were meant to be because the world is waiting for your gifts 
and you deserve to live the life of your wildest dreams and beyond. So friends, let's get empowered.